it's Arlen. This is a special episode. It is the replay, the audio version, of course, of the Backstage Crowd Syndicate Q&A that was held on the morning of Friday, June 12th, 2020, which is right now as I'm recording this this morning. The video version of it is available to BackstageCrowd.com syndicate applicants and uh, will be sent out through email shortly if you don't have it yet. But this is the audio version, just so that we can have it as far and wide as possible. BackstageCrowd.com is a new syndicate, investing syndicate, that we have launched and announced this week. It is actually a a version 2.0 from something we started last year. Very excited about it. And we'll be making investments into various companies uh, out of the syndicate, special deals. This will be one of many things that we do, so we'll have different investments going. But for some of those deals, we'll be able to offer an in for investors through the syndicate. So if you are an accredited investor, which means you make $200,000 or more per year, and you have for the past two years, or $300,000 with your spouse included, or you have a um, net worth of $1 million without counting your main home, you are considered accredited in the United States. Um, If you are considered accredited, get in touch at BackstageCrowd.com. You can apply to join the syndicate. If you are not and you would still like to understand and learn about what we're doing, you can still apply and just select the not sure or no option when, when asked if you are accredited. And we will also send you separate deals that are for um, non-accredited investors. These are not our rules. This is the rules of the regulations of the government. But good news is the government and others are working on policy that will change, eventually change uh, and adjust what that definition is so that more and more people can have access to these private deals. But this is a way for us to, uh, as I said on Twitter, to get rid of the gatekeepers and catalyze the key makers, that being you, the investor. So we'll be making investments between 2000 and 5000 a person, up to 250 people per deal, and we may be able to hand over checks of 500000 or more to founders that we uh, have these deals with. We, uh, if you want to learn more about it, this FAQ has all kinds of information. I mean all kinds. So if you're really interested in this, I'd break out the pen and paper, take some notes, and uh, join us, won't you? Backstagecrowd.com. This is the beginning of something very, very special. Again, this is the Q&A for the Q&A and the FAQ uh, for the Backstage Crowd 
syndicate backstagecrowd.com. Thanks everybody for being here. Really love seeing everybody. And that you have the backstage team. What I'll do is have each of the backstage team briefly say hello in your name and your role, just so that people can see you on camera if they're not looking at you in uh, uh, the view that allows that. Start with uh, Brittany, please. Hey, I'm Brittany Davis. Um, recently became partner at Backstage Capital. Um, my role has been focused <laughs> on deal flow and essentially uh, building out our pipeline of entrepreneurs as well as the selection process as we host application-based um, selection for investment and most recently have hosted uh, investor matching, essentially doing investor week so that we can help our portfolio companies get introduced to other investors. Yeah, that's... Thank you. That's Thank it. you. And Christy? Hi everyone, I'm Christy Pitts. I'm a partner at Backstage. I joined Erlin in late 2016. Um, and since I've joined, we've invested in together in 80 companies um, led by underrepresented founders. So really glad to be here. Thank you, Christy. Chacho? Hi everyone, I'm Chacho. I'm an associate at Backstage and Arlen's chief of staff. And um, <clears throat> my role is to basically help support everyone on the team. Yes, and, and much, much more than that. And um, everybody, just is real. I'm really excited to have everybody here. And, and Brittany just made news, but we're going to keep it low. <laughs> she just made news. She was just added as or invited to be a partner and she accepted uh, and has been here since what, 2018? Yeah. But yeah. More than two years. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Great. Um, first question, because I know that time is valuable. Um, the, the, what is the syndicate? So the syndicate, uh, if you if you received an email from us early on, uh, already in our network, you would have received a, a link to a Jason Calacanis video from Upfront Summit last year. Uh, if you haven't seen that, I would suggest it. It goes through what his syndicate is. You can think of it as angel. What an angelist syndicate is. Um, it's you. It's just when several people come together, who are accredited in this case to invest in one deal rather than investing into a fund um, that invests in multiple deals. I will also say that all of these questions will be listed and all this uh, video will be able, you'll be able to look at it again. So if you miss something or if I say something or gloss over something, don't worry about it. We will have plenty of time to talk about it another time. So this is a syndicate like you would have on an angel list. They're the most, probably the most prolific and the most well-known, um, but there are many, many syndicates behind the scenes. And then their backstage crowd is, uh, is a syndicate that will bring together more than a thousand investors and show you deals one by one that we have either through our own portfolio that we are doubling down on or you know, leading the next round in, or fresh deal flow, which we get, of course, thousands of and thousands of pitches per year. So we have plenty of deal flow. We do the the work of going through and uh, choosing uh, different ones that we want to back, so that you don't have to, and then we'll put them in front of you. The cool thing about the syndicate is that you'll be able to see which ones you want to put money into. So you don't necessarily uh, have to invest at all. Uh, we would love you to, but we don't have to. It's almost like if, if you see a deal that you really like and you really understand, 
uh, and you want to be part of, you get in before the cutoff. Now we'll talk about what that cutoff is and, uh, and, and all of that now. So um, I'm just going to go in order here. They're not necessarily in the right order, but these are the questions that I get asked all the time and that I've been asked in the last 72 hours. Very briefly, what is an accredited investor? Very briefly, in the US, an accredited investor is someone who either has $1 million in personal assets, not including their main home, or for the past two years plus, they have made $200,000 per year in income, you know, counting all income, alone, or 300,000 with a spouse. That is today what an accredited investor basically is. There are many other ways you can be considered an accredited investor. I invite you to search for that. It is there. Um, I wanna be, be very clear that I am not in this uh, video selling securities or giving financial advice. I am simply answering questions as an observer and as the lead of this backstage uh, syndicate. So that's the easy way of looking at it. That is not my rule. That is, I had some people saying, well, why can't I be part of it? I didn't make up the rules. The good news though is um, that there are changes being made to redefine an accredited inve investor status. Because as Jason said in his video, um, think of, you know, imagine you're a professor of economics, but you make $180,000 a year, you make 90,000 a year, but you can't invest in a private company because you're not an accredited investor. It doesn't make much sense. Also, we can all go to Vegas and put down $2,000 on the tables, but we can't put $2,000 into a company that we believe in over time. So that is being worked on. I again, invite you to look through things. There are people putting documents and links into the chat. Please check that out. Um, we will, for these purposes, for this backstage crowd syndicate that we're talking about, we will be dealing with accredited investors only. We also invited people who were not accredited or didn't know if they were to, to sign up because we will also, with non-accredited investors, be funneling you all to specific deals that we like on such platforms as republic.co, WeFunder, SeedInvest, et cetera, that are either through our portfolio companies, because we have, there's always someone raising uh, from the crowd, and you can do that on those platforms, or uh, those that we see. And we'll do that on a very select basis so that we don't overwhelm. But that is part of the idea that we have for non-accredited. And of course, people can be non-accredited today and be accredited a year or two from now. So we want to have you working with us and learning about this. Um, uh, yes, I, I, I'm gonna start writing things down because I'm, I'm starting to lose my memory <laughs> as my mother warned me I would. Okay, so how will you prove, oh, I knew I was gonna say. So I, I know some of the people who signed up uh, recently and I noticed some people that I know to be accredited investors just because I know you've either invested with us before or I've, you know, I, I just kind of can figure it out that you are accredited, but you have put no. And it could be the case that some of you don't realize that you are accredited. You don't have to have any sort of accreditation. No one, you don't go to a school for it necessarily or get any sort of brokerage license or anything like that. You just simply are because you, you, you uh, fit these criteria. 
And so the way, so that's one thing to note is that we will be making sure, you know, to, to talk to you about that. One thing to note though, is that the way this will work is when you see a deal that you like and you decide you want to invest in it, you will be prompted in our, on the back end to upload documents that prove out your accreditation. It is third party. We will not see your information. We will see very, we will see an output that says, yes, they are accredited. Uh, this is how they're accredited, but it won't see your very specific information. You're just going through a process with our back end, the same way that several, the same way that Angelus, frankly, does it, that we're using their same uh, infrastructure almost, but we're not, we're bypassing them um, as a company. Okay, so that's how you'll know. And again, I'll tell you more and more and more as we, as we continue, uh, and at not only today, but as you continue in the process, but that's just to give you just an overall understanding of it. Um, you probably can tell based on what I just said, if you are accredited or not. Um, can I sign up if I'm in the U.S.? Yes, I'm sorry, if I'm not in the U.S. Yes, you can sign up if you are outside of the U.S. That's plain. You, it's almost the same process when you go through that first deal that you want to do, um, but you will go through, you know, you'll prove it in a different way through that third party that has done thousands and thousands of these over the past few years. You will do it in a, just a separate way. Uh, and, and again, I want to remind anyone who's just joined, if you have a question, please put it into the Q&A section and not the chat, because we might miss it in the chat or I might miss it in the chat. And uh, I invite the backstage to remind me to hold some time for the Q&A since I have so many questions here. Thanks. Okay. Um, how, uh, let's see. How many, how many people can invest in each deal? So... It used to be just a couple of years ago, up until a couple of years ago, that only 99 or 100 people could be in one deal. Uh, today, it is 250 is the limit. You don't necessarily reach that limit every time, but you can have up to 250. So again, let me paint the picture in case it's, I've sort of skipped that part. Let's use an example. Let's say we have a company and it's, it's, a, it's a company that is raising $2 million in a round. And perhaps they are already in our portfolio and we've been tracking them for four or five years. We, we really know them and we really believe in them and we want more allocation, but we can't put a, a large amount out of any other vehicle that we have. Um, we're probably their first call when they have an issue or first call when they want to celebrate, but we, we're oftentimes left out of, of that bigger upside. So we decide, okay, you're raising $2 million. We want to put $500,000 as backstage into that. So what we would do, this is an example, again, I'm not selling securities and I'm not giving financial advice. This is an example of what we might do. What we might do is um, we would say to that company, can we have a carve out of $500,000? And you're raising 2 million, can we have a carve out of 500? And they may say, yes, you can through this syndicate. And they might also say, you can, and if you actually get even more than that, I'll give you up to a million, but that's just a side note. So what we would do is we would, with one of our vehicles, we would, we would aim, our hope would be that we could put a fourth of that 500 in, that we could up to a fourth. We would, we would use a vehicle that we have that, that allocation. And then there's 375,000 that we have 
permission to raise, but we can't necessarily fill it ourselves. So we would take it to the syndicate behind closed doors. It would be a private conversation with people who have signed up. And we would show you the deal, the, the deal memo, the, the deal points. We would talk to you about the company. We would then bring the, uh, the founder or founders onto a webinar much like this for an hour. You would, they would present for a few minutes and then you would be able to ask them questions. Uh, and then you would be able to view a replay if you missed that. And we would then open up the deal say there's 375,000 available. There are X number of you. Right now I can tell you there are almost a thousand people signed up. I believe 50 to 60% of them are uh, accredited. And so would be able to do this today if we were to start it today. And of those, you have to remember there is a cap of 250 people. So we're saying 375,000 is open, 250 spaces. Uh, you, you, do you want to put down uh, $1,500 uh, minimum each? And so, one of, someone may say, um, you know, I can put down $1,500. I'd love to do that, my, the majority. Some may say, I want $3,000 in that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm investing 50,000 this year. I want 3,000, love that company. Someone may say, I do 100,000, $200,000 investments normally. I'll put 10 on this. I'll put 20 on this and just see how we do. And then I'll wait for the next one and then the next one. Um, and then together, we pull together 238 people. I'm just throwing numbers out there. Come together, put down an average of, let's call it uh, 2,000, an average of 2,000 each. Now we have something like 400 and what is it, 74? Yes, 76, $476,000, $125,000. You have $600,000 that we can now hand over to the founder of their $2 million raise. And what we get, we, it, it shows up to, to that founder as one entity on the cap table, maybe two in some instances, depending on how we're putting our 125 in. But it shows up as very, we have 200 plus people who were included, but it shows up as one or two entities on their cap table. We manage the deal for you. We don't have you, you don't have to do anything else. You do the paperwork all on SAS in the background. You have to fill some stuff out. You do this, you say yes or no, I want to wire this, yes or no. It is all automated, that part of it. Um, and taken care of by people who have been doing it for years. Okay, so then we're able to do that. What we get out of it, and in addition to our 125 that's in there in play, that 400 plus thousand that we just raised from the syndicate, we are going to take a carry on, carried interest, which is a portion of the profit that comes from anything that is returned, right? So we're not, that's not a, a, a on, you know, just the amount itself. We're saying, Let's say six years from now, four years from now, whatever, somebody comes along and purchases that company. They have an incredibly uh, significant round of funding that is just, you know, stratospheric. Is that the word? Um, and, and we say, okay, we want to kind of buy out, the, you know, come out there. We, do, we make those decisions or they go public or yada, yada, yada. They have some sort of exit event, some sort of liquid, liquidity event. And or an exit to our capital, and there is a 3x return. Well, we would give 1x back to you all, because that's what you put in. The, two, the 2x, that's the profit, we would take our percentage off. 
Our percentage most likely, and this is, uh, will, be, will vary each, way, each one, will be approximately 25% carry. The standard in funds is 20 to 30%, depending on many, many factors. Ours will be a, a, approximately 25% into each deal. Uh, and, and when we present these deals to you, we will explain that in, in greater detail. Okay, so we, because that we did this in 2020 or 2021, and 2026, we're reaping the rewards of that. And if we do that multiple times, then that's where it starts to make real sense for us financially. In the meantime, we're able to make, to bypass, as I said online, the gatekeepers and begging people for money and, and just, and more than likely just sitting on the sidelines and watching our, you know, investment go by, we're able to have skin in the game, real skin in the game, and then sometimes lead deals, lead rounds. So it, it is a huge win, win, win scenario. And uh, we won't do it very often because you can't oversaturate in that way, but we will do it often enough that when you total it, the amount of money deployed could total a $100 million fund a $50 million fund because funds are allocated and deployed over five to seven years. So if someone has a $100 million fund, they're deploying capital 15 million, 25 million a year. And total, if we do a deal per month and we're getting 750K here and a million there and 500 there, you, you might have a $50 million fund there and so on and so forth. Anyway, I'm, I won't go too far into that because that's a different kind of topic. Um, I see a lot of questions in the Q&A. I will stop and, and see if there's any that I don't. I still have three-fourths of the questions on my list. So, uh, okay, someone's asking this. It's on my list, but I'll, I'll do it. So someone's asking, what is the minimum amount per deal and how many deals do you estimate to make uh, per, per uh, year? The minimum amount will vary. It will be between most cases, okay, all of this is grain of salt because things will be very individualized, but in most cases, we foresee the minimum being anywhere between a million, I'm sorry, <laughs> a million, everybody hangs up, uh, between a thousand and two thousand dollar minimum per deal. We foresee ourselves doing 10 deals, 20 deals in the next 12 months. It will all depend on the quality of deal flow, the deal flow that, that makes the most sense for what this is, the appetite of the investors, so, uh, and then how long it takes to close each deal. When you have a really, really robust syndicate, like a Jason Calacanis or a Paige Craig, both of whom have been advising us, they, you know, they can put a deal up and within two hours have a million dollars raised because they have this uh, 3,000 people who are chomping at the bit. They, as soon as they see the deal, they're in. You know, that could happen, but that's built up over years. So there's just literally no telling how many deals we'll be able to do um, in this first 12-month period. What we do know is we will do some. And some is, and I've said this before, right? Some is better than nothing. So uh, I would look at it um, strategy-wise as think about what you want to spend over a 12-month period, 
have some for this, have some for the other, have something for something else, and then have venture and the startup space be only a portion of your total allocation anyway in your portfolio. So we are percentage of a percentage. That's the, the best way to do this. Um, how can we use this platform to also educate the investors similar to, I don't know how to pronounce that word, something forum, so that we can continue to invest in minority founder startups? I'm so glad you asked that, Jonathan, because guess what we're also going to do? I was going to wait till later to tell you. Okay, one of the things that we're going to do, I, right now I have an investor course. I'm sorry, I have a, a founder course online. I've had it since April. And it's a paid founder course, how to raise capital. Uh, most of it is about bootstrapping, to be honest, though. How to raise, how to bootstrap, how to think about things here. It is a paid course. We've done all sorts of things there uh, when it comes to making it more accessible, but it is paid and people are getting a great value out of it. For the past several weeks, Backstage has been developing internally an investor course of the same type. So we, I wanted to kind of test it out to see how it w goes. It's kind of amazing what's happened. A lot of things that uh, uh, surpass my greatest imagination are usually the ones that stick and uh, backstage being a good example, the course being another. So we will have a paid investor course that people will be able to contribute to learn a ton. I'll be doing this. We'll be talking to people. It's a whole thing. And I'll tell you more about that later. That will help us, you know, uh, do what the work that we're doing and it'll help you learn. Believe me, you will learn a lot, no matter what stage of investor you are, believe me. And then on top of that, that is why we said everybody sign up, whether you're accredited or not, because what we want to do is we want, the, there are certain parts you're not going to be able to see because of legal reasons, but for any investor or any person who's interested, we want to just in the execution of the syndicate to be teaching and to be having conversations. And you, anyone who knows me knows we're going to have live events. We're going to have conversations. We're going to have uh, places you can go online for modules and replays and, and, and all sorts of content that we make available because like everything we do at Backstage, it's not about us. It's about the bigger picture. Um, I'll go back to, oh, well, actually, no, I'll come back here. Um, can an LLC join? Yes. Now, the, the quick answer is yes. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an accountant, CPA, et cetera. The quick answer is yes. But again, when you go through that first, I want in, either then or prior to that, talk to your own um, uh, accounting group or your own legal group and say, am I accredited? Either way, that's when you'll have to really make it so so basically you can't you can't just say um you, you can't know that you are not let's try that again right if you know that you are not accredited you can't pretend that you are and then get away with it kind of on the side you will have to be stopped and you know uh prove that out but the, it also is a great time because there are so many things if you research there are so many ways you are accredited that i did not list that you can research, you can talk to your, your legal and accounting counsel. And then also when you come to the point where you're signing up, they will say, yes, this is, this is appropriate. This makes you accredited. Okay. Uh, so hopefully that'll be helpful. And again, we'll probably talk about that again. Let's see. Uh, yep, you already talked about the minimum. 
Do we have to upload docs for every investment? Thank you for asking that, Heather. Okay, so with us, so this is just for our thing. Your um, documents that talk, that prove out anything but income, I mean, make sure I'm getting this right, anything but income, you will have to, to make sure are up to date every three months. Uh, so it may be that you have five documents and making up a number and you, they ask, okay, you, you have this checklist for this it's fourth month, but we just need you to verify that this is still the truth. Uh, income is, I believe, six months. So that is a question that um, was brought up. I brought that question up and that was answered for me and, and brought back to me on, on paper. So I saw it. Um, but yeah, the, the, you, the, the answer is if you are someone who is, is thinking about like, I'm going to put a thousand or 2000 in every deal, but I don't want to go through this process every single time, you won't have to go through the full process every time. Also, if you already have some sort of accreditation uh, through AngelList or elsewhere that is like a certified early IQ, AngelList, et cetera, that is within the last three to six months, depending on what it's proving, you can present that depending on what date you're presenting it. Again, all of this type of information is within the, the walls of the information on the deal itself. So there'll be a much more information. Um, and I just did the example, hopefully that answered the question about the example. How long will the process take to make the decision? I'm not really sure what decision you're, you're referring to, so somebody on the team can help me figure that out. Um, I don't yet qualify to be an accredited investor. I'm working on it. <laughs> I've invested in four companies, seed invest, but limitations on how many I invest in total based on my income. I want to participate in growing startups. What's the best way that someone like me can become an advisor? Okay, we have a mentorship program. So the question is about, I'm not an accredited investor yet, but I have been dabbling and playing in that world of non-accredited investments on WeFunder, SeedInvest, Republic.co, et cetera. And I like it. What do I do in the meantime between being accredited and non-accredited or when they change the rules of what that even means mentorship-wise? At Backstage, we have a mentor pro uh, program that we're also revamping. Um, Christy, can you talk about that just for a moment, please? Yes, and I'll drop the link in the chat um, to sign up for the revamp of the mentor program. Essentially, um, we have hundreds of people who have reached out that are interested in mentoring Backstage headliners. And we're putting together a programmatic way for them to engage one-on-one -on -one and be really effective and impactful on helping from everything from the sales process to product design, go to market, um, M&A, fundraising, and so forth. Thank you. The next question is, is the 250 investor max a per deal or per syndicate? It's a per deal max. And I know I say deal kind of funny because I'm from Texas. So we're going to just get over that. It's per deal max. So um, we have, let's say we have 10 deals that we end up doing over 12 months if you didn't get into this deal that you wanted to because 300 people were interested out of the 2000 that we have on our, our list, then you can get in the next time. And we will be thinking it through ways. I'm not going to get into it right now because it's too complex right now, but we will be thinking about ways to make sure that it isn't the fastest person there or it isn't the richest person. You know what I mean? That kind of closes it out because if you do the math, 
Um, there will, in addition to minimums, there will be maximums in some cases. We are going to work out that on a deal by deal basis to make sure that this is truly inclusive. Even once you reach that accredited investor milestone, we don't want you to be shut out because I know, I mean, $200,000 sounds like a lot, but it, especially if you are a caregiver, that goes fast. And so if you want to put a thousand or 2000 in, that's a, that's significant to a lot of people and uh, would have been completely prohibitive to me five years ago. So it's, we, we take that into consideration and we're, we're making sure to, to, to think about that. Will the syndicate invest on the same terms as Backstage's own vehicles? I'm going to say, I'm going to just say a, a, a caveat that everything is individually based. So this could be different for most, but on a, on generally, yes. Generally, the idea is we want allocation in as backstage and we could try to raise a big fund and do that. But instead of doing that, we're going to have a smaller fund that puts a significant amount in again, 125 K in that 500 K uh, example. And then the other 30, 375K will just be a different set and type of LP, really, a limited partner. And we'll learn more about that over time, right? So our idea for the most part is to go in as a united front with this 500K and it's backstage. Now, when you get into the granular details of legalities and there may be this thing that we have to say because we are a, a Reg D or a Reg whatever, that that's the only time it would be a little bit different but when it comes to those big things like you know preferred the the preferences and and this and that and this especially the valuation and and what happens when it, you know the waterfall all of that is has to be on the same terms as much as we possibly can legally okay how could how involved can we be to leverage our skills to advise the companies when we invest in one of my questions here was Will I be able to interact with the companies? Now, here's my, here's my answer to that. It will evolve over time. Sentimentally and fundamentally and a lot of fundamentalies, yes, you will be able to interact. Will, you, will I have 250 people emailing a, a top founder who's trying to do their job? Nah, not going to do that. I'm not going to have that that's not how it works you know that won't be beneficial for any of us but what for instance jason does and other very uh prolific uh angels who ha also have strategy behind their their syndicates not just putting in a check what they do is they have a special email address that goes that only the people who invested in know and it goes directly to the team at that company and if the if the company wants to send out a blast to their investors and say, hey, help me find uh, this, help me recruit this, or help me answer, answer this, or help me with this customer question uh, and, and make the connection, then 100 people, 250 people get that email and they can answer back. In the same vein, um, eight people decide in a month, in a given month, I'm going to send an email to that address because I think I have an, uh, some advice for them. Well, they can send it, you'll have that connection, and then the founder and the team will make the decision if they want to interact back with you. Um, there's also, of course, the, the potential that we will set up Slack, so we'll set up different things we're working on, uh, different platforms. That'll evolve over time. So the, the big picture is yes, we want you to be able to have some interaction where it is additive to the founder, 
but we also can't have it be unwieldy. So you're not going to be a faceless person throwing in money and you'll never talk to them again. As someone, I have done a few of these before as like an angelist or something like that. And usually what happens is I am offered the ability to contact the founder after the transaction through something like an email, but I don't usually take them up on it because I think, you know, it was a $500,000 round. I put in a thousand dollars and I just want them to do well, whatever it takes. If they need me, I hope they come to me. And I hope that they come to the crowd of us. But I don't want to get in their way. And that's usually how it happens. Uh, but there's a, imagine the incredible strength behind having 200 or so people who are just wanting you to win in a way that a fund can't, a traditional fund can't uh, pay, pay that sort of attention. So there'll be more on that later. Um, Someone says two, two and 20 is standard. I love this question. Two and 20, meaning 2% management fee and 20, 20% carry is standard, industry standard. Does your track record justify 25%? Um, Mark Cuban invested a million dollars into a fund uh, for, for me last year. And he's the sole LP, the sole investor in that fund. And he, and I am the, uh, the full manager have autonomous investing ability there. Uh, his, he said, and, and, and let me tell you, he is a shark. He is a shark. He does not do things out of the goodness of his heart when it comes to business, okay? He said, you will have a 30% carry because of the track record. Now, just like our founders, uh, my track record and Backstage's track rec record may not look the same as someone else's four and a half years in because we're not doing the same thing. Uh, so I base the 25, again, this is not every single one will be 25, but I, this is, will be the standard uh, that, I, that I use. I base the 25 as a premium on being a premium. We are doing the work. We are not taking management fees from you. We're only charging you for the actual formation of the, of the SPV, which is special purpose vehicle. Um, we are not um, uh, using the fund, any funds of yours to go out and jet set or go on, you know, go to restaurants and strip clubs and et cetera, et cetera. So we're, we're finding other ways to keep the lights on. And I'm being real. You know, I'm always going to be real. I see my team laughing at me. <laughs> um, and... We, on the back end, what we're saying is over two, three, five, ten years, we are in this for your investment and we're managing it completely. And so, yes, if we do a good job for you with the deal flow that you don't have access to necessarily, and if you, if you do, you don't have the ability to come in at $2,000 and be in. Now, some of you will be able to do that on your own. And some of you will be able to uh, go direct and bypass us. I'm, I'm going to like applaud you and say, let, I'll see you when we're investing. That's amazing. We're co-investing. That's awesome. But to bump it from 20% standard to 25% premium is just a reflection of our value, our, uh, the differentiation in the market, to say the least, our access, the management skills and style, and um and the experience of of what we're putting together so yes i do think it justifies on top of that we uh all three of our first funds have uh more than a, a 1x on paper value so that we we do 
we are doing what we're supposed to be doing on the, uh, when it comes to that. So it's a great question and it's a, it's a smart question and the answer is yes. How many deals per year do you plan to present? I think we're probably going to do one per month. Again, it'll depend on um, appetite and it'll depend on how this is going. Now, the first two, three will tell us how it's going. We might do, I plan on, uh, we will make an announcement on what our first deal is and we'll make an announcement on when it starts very soon. And when I say very soon, I mean within days. You will understand who it is, what the dates are, what the terms are, and then you'll start to see the cadence. Any sector industry or sector or industry focus sounds like round focus is seed A. Yes. So the round focus a lot of times will be seed A because we want to we want to be able to have great returns. Most most of all of what we do is a cash on cash returns optimized, right? All of what we do is it's almost like Andreessen, where they say, we'll, we'll be in at pre-seed or we'll be in at series D if the cash on cash return possibilities are, are, are interesting to us. So that's what we're going to do most of the time. Our deal flow is what, 80% seed in, in series A? I don't know, Brittany, is that pretty accurate? She's going to go off mute. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's majority seed. Um, and then I'd say the distribution then ends up being some series A and then some pre-seed. So we usually like watch the pre-seed if we want to get in, but I would say the majority is seed. Yes. And so in those cases, you have, you know, on paper, you have to kind of really uh, uh, back that founder and just believe in it and say, ah, you know, I could lose this, this 2000, this 4000, but I really want to see them try. And then the upside of that could be just these astronomical, and again, I'm not promising anything, I'm just saying as an example, could be more of a return 10 years later um, because you're taking such a risk at a, a 4 million valuation or a 6 or a 12 or whatever, depending on what it is. Now, that will probably be most of what you see. What we also will use this for is follow-on, as we said. And since we've been investing in companies for four and a half years, that were pre-seed and seed stage. We have several companies, like yesterday, Care Academy announced that they raised $9.5 million in a Series A. They're in our portfolio. We were there since 2017. We, that's an example of, we would have loved to have put in 500K to that round at, at the very least, uh, just to kind of go, go back in, because we would have had the allocation. We helped them raise that round. So we would have had the allocation, and we would, uh, we would want that, that early still, because they're still early. Uh, but we will be making these opportunistic plays. Now, there are some that the valuations, you might call it a Series A or a Series B, but the valuations are 80 million, 100 million, 150 million, because these companies are, are a, a certain type of company. And, you know, you have to make that decision yourself if that's what you want to get into. The only reason we would present that, only two reasons would either be we just want, we'll, you know, at face value, we'll say it probably won't be a, you know, a ton of extra value still left, but we want in on this uh, and we're putting in and we're inviting you to do so. Or it's at 150 million valuation, but we foresee this being a billion dollar plus company within the next three to four years. Something to that effect. Are you going to standardize how you track investments, cap tables with something like Carta? Yes, something like Carta. The answer is yes, we will. We're using a third party, um, and you will you will see what that what that all of that is soon. And and the, we're using more than one to kind of put it together. 
Is it going to be on AngelList or another platform? It is not going to be on AngelList. AngelList, we, uh, we do not have a good relationship with AngelList. I'm going to say we, I, I mean I, but we too, they've had multiple options, opportunities, uh, many, 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 including me flying to New York on more than one occasion to help them. Um, but they just haven't followed through in a way that I think is respectful to underrepresented founders. And um, they, I love what, I love their premise. I think Naval is a genius and I, I, it kind of makes my skin crawl to say that because I don't want to just put, you know, like people on pedestals, but I think he's, he's a, I think he's really, really intelligent and really clever in a lot of ways. Sometimes I don't agree with him. And so I don't understand why it is what, like it is, uh, but Anywho, uh, we've tried. So what we're doing is what Calacanis did, which is he left Angelist. He loves Angelist. They're buddy buddy. They he built you know his whole empire on Angelist. But he realized, okay, I can do a lot of this on my own if I'm clever about it. And we're being clever about it. So we're going to be using a lot of the back end that Angelist uses. Uses. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Harold has a great question, and Harold is both a founder in our portfolio and an investor, and I'm going to and, and a uh, scout for Republic.co. And he says, "Is there going to be an auto function where an investor can say, I want to allocate 25k to this, and every deal you do, green light, put me in?" That option is available on AngelList. I am certain we could have that option available if people were interested. Uh, I know from talking to Paige Craig and talking to Jason Calacanis, they advise against that because they want people to be, they don't want us to get in a situation where two years from now, someone looks at their account and says, I don't, I don't remember investing in this. And I don't believe, I don't agree with it or something has happened because life happens. And, and now I don't like this company and it was on auto. And there's that thing they, you know, they suggest that we, we force someone to make that. Yes. I want to be in kind of move. I don't know if that's a hundred percent right. I think if we have the appetite, I mean, um, we can certainly ask that question or at least make it available and see what people think. Thank you for that question, Harold. I think it's good. Um, okay, so I want to do. I want to get Christy, Chacho, and Brittany in on this question. Can you talk about your investment thesis? What types of sectors, companies, stages uh, you'd consider to include in your deal flow? We've talked about it a little bit, but can you talk about a little bit of what Backstage has done, what we do a little bit? I, I'd love Brittany to take this. I don't know. If you go off mute, I will uh, try to put this in front of you, Brittany. I'm going to put it on your chat. Yeah, I didn't see the question, but let me essentially, uh, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I can just talk about Backstage's um, thesis and is also kind of the investment space that we play in. So we focus on investing in underrepresented founders, and that's a really strong opportunity. And I think right now we're seeing a lot of people kind of open up their eyes to this opportunity as well. Um, it's an opportunity financially, and I want people to understand that that's how we really do see it. Um, most of these founders are being overlooked, and I saw someone in the chat had also mentioned, like, how are we able to get this deal flow where other investors, you know, don't see a lot of women, people of color, LGBTQ founders, and we make it our intention to find these founders. So we have a process, a team in place to find and uncover really strong founders that are being overlooked. So we get into deals at uh, pretty good metrics and pretty good uh, kind of financials. So in order to kind of essentially be as opportunistic as possible, we've kept ourselves industry agnostic. 
So what that means is essentially we're investing in all industries and it ranges. If you look at our portfolio, we range in terms of B2B, B2C business models, um, all types of industries, uh, different types of founders in terms of tech focused and then some that are using more tech enabled platforms, kind of the whole gamut so that we're able to really source strong opportunities across all of those industries. Um, and then stage focus, Arlen mentioned it a little bit before, but we have been really strong, again, identifying really early opportunities. So we've been the first check in over half of the investments that have been made at Backstage. So over, if you think about the 130 investments we've made, we're discovering these founders at their early stage, which translates to really strong opportunities for us, and then we follow them. So again, this presents a really strong opportunity for this group because we can potentially get into some deals that we've been able to track over the last four or five years and then get in where um, a lot of you all can have the opportunity to participate, which is really strong. So I think that's, I'm trying to think of anything else to add. Um, I think yeah, Christy, I, I, Christy had, yeah, she was, did you have something, Christy? Yeah, yeah I was going to add um, in terms of criteria that we look at. Um, so we look at traditional investment criteria, for example, um, you know, what the idea is, what the total addressable market is, um, who else is in the market, what, what the competition looks like, um, what the upside is. But we also, um, Arlen had coined this phrase that we pattern match for grit um, quite some time ago. And these are my famous infamous quotation <laughs> fingers. <laughs> so you've seen it here live. Um, so what we mean by that is um, the founders that we work with um, typically demonstrate that they have overcome obstacles in the pursuit of building their company. And the reason why we find this critically important is because um, the founder journey is a very challenging one. And so we want to see that founders have um, the tenacity to overcome what is going to be part of their journey as they build their companies. And lastly, um, something that we see as a trend across all of the companies in our portfolio is typically that founders are solving a problem that they themselves are personally passionate about. So for example, um, maybe it's something, a pain point that they've experienced closely from an industry where they have domain expertise, or there's um, something that they've discovered through their lived experience and they won't quit until they figure out how to solve that problem and solve it for many others as well. So those are some of the additional criteria that we look at that are go above and beyond a traditional investment approach. Thank you both for that. Really appreciate it. And, and again, we'll continue having these conversations uh, for these questions. Can you speak to the assumptions of timelines for returns and payouts? Um, it'll be individual. Uh, it'll be very similar to what we have now, which is a lot of these investments will be early stage, very, very early stage. And so you're, you're talking about being illiquid on that amount of money that you put in for several years. And I'm just going to say several. Um, we, for the most part, there will be certain opportunities that we bring in that, you know, you have the ability to come in on. And usually, you know, we're going to take as much as we can. We're going to take as much of the round as we can because we want, we really believe in it. It'll just depend on what we have in the coffers. Um, so just know that we're not just putting something out there just to see if you all will come in and, and play with it. But um, there will be certain opportunities that are either surprises or, you know, like a cruise, cruise auto, which was like right out of YC and they're bought for a billion dollars and that happens in, within months or Instagram. 
that might happen because that's something that we can't uh, predict. But the most, for the most part, it will be, uh, you know, four, six years before you really understand what it is. You may understand by certain metrics, which is what we try to do, how they're doing over a two to three year period. But it's not going to be a, a few months from now, I'm gonna turn my 2000 into 10. That's not how you should play it. Uh, I think I made an investment in 2015 on AngelList that I haven't thought about till this moment. And I'm gonna check on it and see how it's doing, you know, um, uh, this particular one. But it's because we are in this game every day and we understand that it does take a while. Think about any of the companies that you, uh, most of the companies that you know about um, that are doing quite well now. There will also be ones, this is important to note, because you're doing individually, there will be ones that just don't work out. They will either have to go under or they will just have a very rocky road for forever and you won't see that money again. So you have to put the money, any amount of money into an investment of ours or anyone else's in startups as a lottery ticket. You're putting money in, you may get something back. You are a slot machine. You may get something back. It, it really, you really have to have more and more reason behind investing than just um, let me let me turn this into something. Now, if you if you if you do this over several deals, which like for instance, I wouldn't put if I had ten thousand to invest in Backstage Crowd over twelve months, I wouldn't put ten thousand into one of the deals I like the most. I would probably put two into five deals or something to that effect so that I could kind of hedge the bets. Um, how long will it take for the members of the syndicate to make up their mind, be able to make up their minds in order to invest? Well, um, it will vary, but and it, it, over time, what I see happening is that that time will be shorter and shorter because it really is, once it's capped, it's done. So imagine a really exciting deal that everybody is on board with or 30% of a thousand people are on board with and you have 250 spaces, it really is however long it takes for that person to get over to the dashboard and say, yes, I wanna do it. And again, going back to my earlier thoughts on how do we make sure that people do get a chance because you might have three kids at home and you don't have a chance to check it out immediately like someone else might, et cetera, et cetera. You know, won't get too far into that. But it could be uh, what we would set out to do, like with the first deal, for instance, I have it uh, in, in, in schedule, I believe it's like an 11 day, 11 days from, the, from after you meet with the founder online. So it's announced, we all agree we're gonna come over here just like this, we're gonna talk to the founder, have every question asked that they can get, and then you'll have 11 days. Now, maybe the founder is, you know, since the deal and, and it's it's closed whether it's 250 or the amount it's closed in four days or maybe we get to a day 11 and there are some people who are like i need like three or four or five more days can you extend it those are going to just have to evolve over time but it won't be too long because we want to do one per month as a as a kind of a standard how is board representation for syndicate investments determined? Are syndicate investors represented by a backstage board member? That will be on a on a deal by deal, case by case basis. In some cases, yes. In some cases, it won't be. We will try our very, very best as we do, like we did with the accelerator last year. We try our best to put ourselves in a position that we can punch way, way higher than our weight, meaning higher than our newness 
and our kind of relatively small uh, resources, all of that, and have some sort of standardized. Like if, for instance, if we can get a standardized, you know, we get a board observer seat, no matter what, if it goes to the syndicate, that's something we can work on. But these are, these are things that take most people years to accomplish. Uh, <laughs> we might be able to do it in days <laughs> because we have in the past. Um, okay, will carried interest, will the carry be the only fees that Backstage takes from syndicate investors? So again, this is um, um, all going to be individual. What we're going to charge to the investors, you're basically, you and we, because we are going to be investors too, you see, we're going to be aiming to do about a quarter of this. We're all going to pay for the cost to form the fund. It's a one-time fund that's being made. It is an SPV, a special purpose vehicle. So if it's $500,000, it's going to be approximately eleven dollars to $16,000 fee to make it all prop up in the back end. Um, there will be other uh, blue sky fees and this and that and filing fees, depending on how many people, how many people and how many states are part of it. You have to file in every state, depending on their rules and regulations. Some of those filings cost money. So we will charge that, but you will understand it for each deal you will know for, and we will for each deal decide, okay, if it's most likely what we'll do is if it's $500,000, we will raise 515,000, right? And so that we are able to put in the full amount and then you're being uh, charged on top of that. And when I say you, I also mean we, because we would have to do the same. We're gonna, it's all gonna be parapasu, it's all gonna be um, uh, favored nations, all of that when it comes to that. So we won't be charging uh, a management fee because we're going to find other ways and we, uh, including the, the uh, opt-in paid investor course that we're going to be offering. We'll have more information about that in the follow-up email and in days to come. Um, okay. Someone says, I'm feeling, I'm feeling um, out of my depth in this, I want to understand more the entire flow. About 30, 20 minutes ago, they said that. What do I recommend as resources? Start with, uh, so I'm going to send out a, an email to everybody who's, who's signed up. It's going to have a list. It's going to have uh, the, the sign up to our course. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can sign up even as we get it going. It's not, it's not full. We're going to just have a pre kind of sign up. I suggest you do that if you have the means, because I think that uh, that sign up is going to help you like save time and money in making decisions for the next couple of years, whether it's our syndicate or someone else's. <clears throat> There's also Jason Calacanis has a great book. I know I've said his name many times and, and we always don't, we don't always get along, but we, we, there's always a, like a, 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 a friendly banter and respect there. He has a book called uh, angel investing or angels um, or angel uh, singular. Check that out. That's really just get the audio version and listen to it around the house. You get it immediately. Um, my book is It's About Damn Time. I talk a lot about the structure and how I built this. That's another way of doing it. But that, uh, that book, if you want to go even deeper, go to Brad Feld's uh, Venture Deals 101. Be Smarter Than Your Lawyer is the name of the, the full title. Uh, that one. Um, and then there are other, there's David Rose did one called Angel Investing, which I think is fantastic, actually. He's one of our LPs. I think it's fantastic. David Rose, 
angel investing. But um, over time, we, we will have both paid and unpaid information like we do all day. 90% will be unpaid like we do all day. And if you're feeling overwhelmed by this, you're not alone because some people, like I said, some people who have invested already don't know that they're accredited. So not everybody knows all the rules. I think it's, it's made to be like ambiguous on purpose to keep people out. So, you know, I just took the last nine years of my life diving into this and figuring it's the only reason I know this information. It's not like it's just readily available and you miss something. So this will be a learning process together and, um, and hopefully it'll be fun and, and, and educational and, and, and may, maybe it'll make us, you know, you know, some extra, some money so you can reinvest it. Um, we're coming up on the hour. What I'm going to do, I believe this is gonna, no, I think I can uh, stop it manually. I, I will stay for a few more minutes and answer a few more questions. I do have an 11 o'clock, so I have to go soon. But I will answer a few more questions. Anyone who needs to drop off, feel free. Um, I will answer just a few more. I don't know if the team has can stay on uh, or if you have something. Okay. Um, Chacho, have I missed anything while I take a drink here? Have I missed anything or anything that you think people should know? Um, let me see here. Um, Paige has a good question in chat. Which page? Page and oh, can, can you can you ask it for me, please? Sure. Can you please consider offering an option for participants in the investor course to pay two x the fee and thereby subsidize a scholarship for someone who otherwise couldn't afford it? Have seen this model yeah. for other conferences, events. Yeah, I love that. I, it, it's absolutely. Uh, you know, you know, it's absolutely there. Um, yes, the answer is yes. It's already it's already an option on the back end. So. 100%. I'm going to do a follow-up email. And I love whoever that page. Thank you so much for asking that question. Um, um, and yes, the answer is yes. For the, for the course, it's, we're not going to build more walls and build more gates. <laughs> what we're doing with the course is, like I said, 90% of the information will be out here open source. Okay? Because you're part of this. You've signed up. The course allows two things. One is to take a really a much deeper dive because you have to kind of invest time. If you want to listen to me drone on for hours and listen to the team, it's an investment of your time as well as your money. So it's just a deeper dive for those of you who want that. And then the second thing it does is it, uh, Calacanis talks about how he uses his podcast and his events to pay for 12 people to work on the syndicate. We don't have 12 people. We have just a few people and not not all, we don't do this full time so the course will help pay for that and just keep keep us going and being able to do that so we don't have to charge man, management fees uh for this particular thing it's just a little bit of like you know uh piecing it together so um yes rob nance is answering someone i, I he said at least 30 percent carry it's not all about the track record it's also about the advice arlen and the team can give founders thanks rob um uh, let's see. Let me go back to the Q&A section here. Let me see it on my list really quickly. Okay, I'm going to go back to this and see. Um, are you adding the ability to uh, invest through your IRA using a company like Alto IRA? So that's a two part question. The first part of the question is yes. 
we are, you will be able to invest out of your IRA. Uh, the, the mechanism is, is to be seen. Um, but yes, that's one of them. And we have done that in the past in our funds. It is a laborious task, but thankfully what, who we're using and what we're using makes it possible to do that. So thanks for that question too, Rob. Hmm. Okay. Oh, sorry. So David says, I like this question. Um, given that the syndicate model will significantly, significantly increase the total capital you are bringing to each deal, 500K instead of 125K, what actually is 100 is the most we've really put in ourselves to any deal. Um, do you expect that to change the pipeline you attract or the stage that you invest in? What I believe is going to happen is, if you think about it, Yes, a lot of people are going to be are knocking at the door to get into our, our syndicate as both investors and fund founders now. But if we're doing, I'd, I'd rather do fewer really, really solid deals and not just solid companies, but the, the whole process is amazing for everybody involved than to try to reach some number of like, we're going to do 30 deals this year. We're going to do this. I want that to evolve over time. And we want that too. So I, because of that, we are going to simply be evolving as a fund. We've been in many situations where we've had allocation of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in companies we've been in since day one, where sometimes we're the first check or the first fund check, and we simply can't continue with them, or we have an outside, a new deal that is just fantastic, but they need a 250K minimum. So I, our, our range would be 250K to a million, by the way, I should throw that in. Um, so I think because it's going to be a constrained number of deals for the most part, based on appetite and based on everything else, you're, we're not going to really change our whole model. We're going to evolve with it as if we had just raised a $50 million fund. And now we're putting in 250K checks or 500K checks and we're doing follow on, follow on. And hopefully there is an opportunity for follow on into those. And we'll talk about follow on another time. Uh, just don't have the capacity to do it just this moment. Uh, someone asked about what the IRR uh, targets will be in the deal memos. Individually, we'll have that conversation. It will be it will be standard um, uh, venture though. So individually, when you see the deals before you make a decision, you will see all of that information. How often do you think there could be investment opportunities for non-accredited investors? Will they be through Republic or some other platform? I mentioned earlier that what we're doing with unaccredited investors who are interested, who have signed up until they become accredited by the current status or the current status is changed to allow more people to be considered accredited. What we're going to do is funnel those deals. Cause again, it's a, there's a very long list of legal things we can and cannot do. No matter what we want to do or to be able to do, there are a lot of legalities. So what we, what we can do in a very fun way is we can, funnel people and 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 to certain um platforms and to to give several uh considerations and recommendations what we can't do is say 
this this company is raising they're they are not on a public they have they're not publicly raising but go to it but if they have already signed up to something like republic.co as a public fundraise as a general solicitation we can push you in that direction because it ha has already happened and people have come to us and said oh we didn't know that so and so were raising like a uh, bandwagon was raising and needle is going to be raising and all these people are going to be raising we didn't know you were going to be that you were raising um and now we have a place where we can put it. and we will send that to accredited as well because we'll show you some of those deals do you plan to offer opportunities to the syndicate that backstage doesn't participate in itself no and the reason is because what you talk about track record and you talk about reputation and I'm adding the word reputation. Why would you think it's a good deal if backstage doesn't deem itself wanting to be in? And I know like sometimes we won't have enough money to be in for the quarter that I want to be in. But if we don't put any skin in the game, I want you to be worried about that as an investor. You should want whoever's asking you to invest in a company if they have the means to be putting some skin in the game, whether it's, I don't have any money, but I'm gonna be an advisor and I'm getting advisor shares, or I am gonna be investing 60 hours a month to this, whatever. We would have some vehicle that we can use. It won't be a ton, but we'll have some vehicle. And yes, we will only bring deals to the syndicate where we're just, you're complimenting our, our investment. Will the syndicate deal include information rights? Individually, on an independent, on an individual basis, some will, some won't. You might have a deal where we're putting in a million and they're raising $30 million. And it's simply, we have given the deal because we are going in for 250 or we're going in for whatever we could put together and for 25K or whatever we could, I'm doing out of my pocket, whatever. And we just want you to have ability to be part of this. And we, yes, we love the carry because we believe in it. Uh, but but there, I, I said a million, it's probably not a good idea. Like maybe it's 250K in a 30 million deal that we were able to just get into. And they say you have 250, you're not a, you're not a major stakeholder. So you don't get these specific rights, but you get this over here. And then the, as an investor, as we explain it, and as you understand it, that is then your decision. I would also suggest that um, that you have your your any sort of counsel working with you um, on this. Will the replay be circulated? Yes, it will. This is still recording. Once we wrap up in a few minutes, I will uh, include a link in the follow-up email. So look out for your emails, your spam, your promotions if you're in Gmail. Look for it to come to you within 24 hours or so. Uh, and it will have a replay link. And then it'll also be replayed inside of the course. And because it's inside the course, eventually it'll have all kinds of notes and all kinds of additional things that we like to do with things inside the course. But yes, this is all gonna be replayed. Can the syndicate itself send potential deals to the backstage team? Yes, we will have a, uh, a, a, an email address or so, some way, a form, something like that, that you can do that. Remembering that there won't be, it won't be for quantity, it'll be for, not even for, it'll be, of course it'll be for quality, that goes without saying, but it won't be for quantity, it'll be for appetite. So with a thousand people signed up today, we have almost a thousand signed up 
700, almost 600 people have signed up in the last 48 hours. I imagine over the next few months, we'll go up to 2000, et cetera. A percentage of those will actually go through the process. You're going to have a lot of opinions. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of opinions, right? How many opinions do we have about anything we do? <laughs> so, but absolutely there will be that option just with that caveat that we, it, it, it will have to kind of break through that. Will you send out uh, written materials on how non-accredited investors can partake in investing with Backstage? So, uh, yeah, I, I guess so. In the in the follow up, uh, also on our website, and Chacha, please make a note of this. We one of the things I want to do is is add to our website backstagecrowd.com uh, an FAQ or you know add this video or add certain things because um, that's just the landing page today. But we, we're going to be able to add to it. Yeah, so I think, uh, let me go back. Okay, so someone asked recently, I mean, like now, and I, and I, either they just got here or I haven't made it clear enough. How does Backstage typically make decisions on what deals to bring to the syndicate? How do you vet that deal? Does everyone on the Backstage team have to be all in or is it a majority vote? That is a nuance more than I've said. Okay, so we're because let's say we're going to do 10 total and that's a lot actually i really want to bring home that that is a lot if we did 10 major 250k to a million dollar deals in 12 months we would be doing more more or the same as we have done in the last nine years when it comes to actual capital deployed it would be a lot to do even 10 less than once per month okay but because we're doing that, our, our, our decisions that we're making, I almost said standards, because again, I don't want it to be a, a signal of quality because there are so many qualified companies that we won't be able to get to. So you can't use it as a signal that this company came in and this one didn't. It is going to be a Rubik's cube of, of why these variables came together to, to make this the deal we put out. Um, it will, be very similar to what we do at Backstage, which is at Backstage, um, we all have uh, autonomous investment, investing abilities. When it comes to the Backstage crowd, um, we, all, we always collaborate. I, I didn't finish my thought. We have autonomous abilities, but at least the investment team collaborates on, on many things, and I'll bring things to the team. Um, I can't see us doing something this high profile and not being in agreement behind the scenes and it going well because we respect each other too much for that. And, um, and we've just had so much time to work with each other. So we'll be all in when you see it hit the, 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 the deal, the syndicate, we're all in, we're excited about it. We are uh, in most, in a lot of cases, coming out of our own personal pockets to get, can, how can I have even more? Because some of us are accredited in, within the team. I mean, it'll be uh, all in times three by that time it gets to you. How long will the replay be available? I have a few friends who might be interested. It'll, we'll just keep it up um, until, you know, it becomes obsolete, but it'll, it'll be, it'll be up for at least a year. Um, if I'm, if I'm missing anything, someone on the team, let me know. I'm going to do one or two more and then I'm going to head off to my next call. I appreciate everybody who stayed on and who's asked questions and who was here earlier, who were here earlier. Uh, hopefully this was helpful.
Um, what happens next is one question I have listed here at the end. So while you all are pulling that last question for me, what happens next is that uh, we will send out an email to everyone. Again, please check your spam. Please check your promotions. We will send out an email that will have a link to this. So you can check it again, take notes if you need to. Um, within just a few days, I can't tell you exactly what day because it's all evolving like faster than anything I can imagine. <laughs> Um, but within a few days, you will, we will say to you, we have our first deal because we do have it, but we we're putting it together. The details, we have our first deal. This is the platform you're going to be using. This is how you're going to get signed up to look at the deal. This is this, this is when we're going to talk to the founder, um, and ask questions and this will be the schedule and you'll have all the information. So just hang tight with us a little bit. Uh, it'll be by this time next week, basically in the middle of June for anybody who's watching this later, June, 2020, um, you will have a great deal more information on the first deal itself. We also, we also have our first three deals, um, working and I don't know the cadence of those it exactly just depends on how things go but it is something that has been done with even though it was announced recently and it and it is with the times it has been worked on for almost a year um, someone said will you post the how-to of how to get accredited so a credit being an accredited investor is something that you are you are or you're not at the moment right in the US so you are if you make 200,000 a year plus by yourself or 300,000 with the spouse or you have a million plus in personal assets not including your main home so you are you don't have to you just are when you go for the first deal you will be asked to upload documents, you know, financial statements, different things to a third party that backstage does not see that does this and is regulated to confirm that you are indeed accredited so that we don't get into any legal trouble either way. And then you'll be able to go and, and, and have free reign of, to look at deals behind the scenes. Um, I am happy to both within the course that I'm talking about that added value and offline uh, give more context to that. Um, it'll, it'll take a few days because life. Do I have a question from the backstage team to close it out? Again, want to thank everybody. Really appreciate everybody because a lot of you are people that I don't know, but many of you are our current investors in our funds and we appreciate the hell out of you. Um, and you saw this earlier than anybody and uh, man, this is, this is good. This is a good thing. This is like a, a move to, that we're making. Any, any questions that uh, I'm missing? I'm going to close out with one more. Let me look in the chat because I, um, I was only looking in the Q&A. Why did the chat go away? Um, so someone asked, you know, if you, if you thought, if you thought, if you put accredited, but you're not, or you put not accredited, but you now understand you are, how do you change that in our application? I've gone in and changed the ones I know manually. You could, Chacho, can I do your email address or, okay. You can email Chacho at backstagecapital.com, C-H-A-C-H-O, only if you're doing this. Do not just inundate his inbox, but if you are someone who realized in this last hour, I am accredited, I believe, or I want to change it to not or to not sure, send that to chacho at backstagecapital.com and he will change it manually. Let him know your full name, the email address you listed, and he will change and what you want to change. 
just really basic. We get thousands and thousands and thousands of emails every week. So please make it only to ask a very relevant question because it only takes away from us um, serving our founders if we are answering questions that you can Google or questions that you can pay someone to answer. Um, and that's just a little PSA. Okay. Feels like I, I'm not missing any, unless Chachi wants to say something because he's off mute. Uh, I just said, yes, please. Thank you. Because <laughs> no. Yes, because Chacho, not only does Chacho get the emails for backstage, he gets the emails for all of my personal stuff, like speaking and book and all of that. So um, I do have something, though. Yes, Chacho. That's a good way to end, up, end. But someone said at the beginning, Sarah Gep said, I'm a student in the course, your course, and it was excellent. Highly recommended. It has changed the course of my business. And I'm just about to sell signed paperwork yesterday. Take the course. What? <laughs> so that cool? he's referring to the course, the 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 uh, entrepreneur course that I do, how to raise right. capital and bootstrap. Um, that's one that's available right now, and that is what has 12 plus hours and all kinds of case studies and all it's I put a lot of heart soul into it and now we're going to open one up for the investor side and I am going to it's going to be backstage invited in it's going to be a lot of different things uh over time built up over time and I will be sending information about that in the follow-up email the follow-up email Marsha will have the information <clears throat> about the course we're talking about. Okay, I'm going to go. You can already see my voice going and it's before noon. So that's not a good deal when I have five things scheduled to talk. But thanks so much backstage team. Thanks so much to those who are participating right now live with us. We had over 100 people come in throughout the hour, uh, maybe hit closer to 150 at one point. Really appreciate each and every one of you. Everyone who is watching this, later whether you're watching it a day later a year later or you're celebrating with us uh at, at, and i'm wearing a purple velour suit and we're when i have a parrot on my shoulder um <laughs> i want to thank you all for the interest and and thanks for being cool in the chat you know we didn't even have to send out any muscle so thanks so much i'm gonna close it out everybody appreciate you all <laughs>